This is Orion CKB. Welcome to Up Your Roas. This is a story I have to share with you all. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Up Your ROAS. Today we have with us Jackie Eagle, the Senior Director of Strategy and Accounts for Jebit. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. So Jebit is kind of one of those brands that's come about now that uh, digital media and social media marketing and advertising has become such a big uh, part of our lives. Um, I'd say you know, it, it's one of those things that I don't think 10 years ago we would have thought that we needed. Uh, but now they're doing amazing, amazing work. So why don't you go ahead? Well, first, actually, why don't you, uh, you know, give us a little bit about you and uh, what you do at Jebit and that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been at Jebit for about a year and a half. I mostly oversee the team that works directly with our brand accounts. So Jebit as a platform, we actually work with two different types of accounts. We work with direct-to-consumer brands, so essentially marketing teams that utilize the Jebit platform to hit their marketing objectives, but then we also work with resellers of the Jebit platform that go out and incorporate Jebit into their own marketing stack, into their ad offering, um, and sell Jebit that way. So I primarily work with the team that oversees brands, different verticals like e-commerce, sports, media, travel, etc. Yeah, and I saw one of the travel uh, interactive pieces that you guys have on your website, and it made me want to go go travels. You know, <laughs> I wish I had. That's always the first thing I always say after paying off my student loans. I would totally start traveling yes, the world. Absolutely. You know, if I had all the money in the world. So now, why don't you explain for the listener? what it is that Jebit does um, and why it's so cool and so different. Of course, yeah. So Jebit is an interactive platform that essentially allows our customers to build pieces of interactive content that primarily cater to a mobile device. So if you think about consumers as a whole, this focus shifting to mobile, whether it's just engaging across mobile or whether it's looking to buy across mobile, consumer focus is really across their mobile device. So Jebit builds interactive content that not only engages a user across mobile, but looks to sustain that user's attention, typically for anywhere to 30 to 90 seconds. And while we have that user's attention sustained and while we have their undivided attention captured, we can actually look to learn a little bit more about them. So we'll engage with them via fun interactive quizzes, lookbooks, preference style questions, discovery experiences, where we can actually ask them information about themselves and collect some of that preference, that declared data that obviously Orion can understand is super important as you think to personalize your content, your advertising, anything that's going to, again, help you increase your return on ad spend. We look to collect that data. Which is why it's perfect for this podcast, <laughs> because increasing your ROAS is definitely something we like here. That one of the things I thought was really cool uh, playing around on your website was the Bowdoin lookbook. I love Bowdoin. I love British fashion. And so uh, I had a really fun time looking around on that. And if you guys don't know, Bowdoin is a great British fashion brand that's uh, e-commerce. And uh, they had an interactive lookbook and you could select different things. And I really enjoyed looking through that. And I know you guys worked with like 
was it a travel agency or a cruise line or? Yeah, we work with quite a few different um, partners in the travel space, primarily hotel, airlines, and cruise line partners. Uh, we have a, quite a few e-commerce partners as well, as you can imagine, and Orion really falls in that space with a lot of your e-commerce partners as well. Um, we also specialize in the sports vertical, so we have a lot of different teams and leagues we work with, so AS Roma, for example, the Major League Lacrosse teams, etc. I didn't know that you guys, uh, I didn't, well, not you guys, I didn't know that there was a uh, Major League Lacrosse <laughs> uh, network. <laughs> That's news to news. I say there's maybe 10 teams or so in that league, so. Oh, wow. Competitive, up-and-coming sport, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I guess, well, and growing up in the South, lacrosse was not... No, you know, nothing against it. It was just not true, very common true. to play. Now it's, you're in the Northeast. I know, and like everybody. And hockey. Hockey is much bigger up here uh, than yeah, it is absolutely. at all down south. <laughs> it's a lot easier to probably get to a skating rink. Um, but yeah, you know, and one of the reasons we started working with Jebit is for our e commerce customers um, and creating, you know, I, I call it gamify. Uh, that might be a little bit, some people, you know, call it interactive. And it is interactive when it comes to maybe the lookbook and that sort of thing. But a lot of what we do is almost what I would call gamifying it in that, you know, you go through the questionnaire and it gets people um, invested in using it. Um, and what was funny is actually, as I was preparing for this podcast, Samantha B. I don't know if you watch Full Frontal with Samantha <laughs> yeah. B., but she did one where she got a local newspaper subscription. Oh. Um, yeah, by doing gamifying it. Yeah, and we'll actually work with a lot of media partners where signups, newsletter signups, subscription signups are actually there. Yeah, perfect. Major yeah. PDI, so. Yeah, lead generation, you know, it, it, it's funny because we keep talking about e commerce or, you know, sports brands, that kind of thing, but there's a great use for lead generation too. So, yeah, when we say interactive content, it can also encompass uh, gamifying it. And that's really kind of what uh, Orion did. But, you know, it's not all that uh, Jebit does. So I just wanted to make sure that, the you know, our listeners understood that. Because um, if you go to our website, we, I, I talk a lot about gamifying. Just because I like <laughs> right, using that yeah. word and it's fun. Well, it's engaging. And that's what consumers want right now. So Exactly. And you feel... You feel invested, so. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of what we'll do, we'll build out with almost like a little carrot, an incentive that will encourage someone to click into a Jebit experience, go through, and when we have that incentive and we have that engaging style content, we typically see about 97% of all users complete that content. So digest every question, every screen, which as you can imagine on a mobile device, consumers are incredibly distracted. I know my ride over, I was across 30 different apps answering all my bubbles. And to be able to sustain that attention and see a 97% completion rate is absolutely awesome. Now what I thought it was really interesting as well was the fact that Jebit focuses uh, is it all mobile? We optimize our experiences across all screens. So we see about 80% of overall traffic coming through mobile. And a lot of that has to do with the different distribution channels we're promoting through. So especially with someone like Orion, where you guys are primarily across social, we would see 95% of our traffic with the experiences we build with you guys come through mobile. But we can always pick up on what device a consumer is coming through. So if we see someone come through on a just a desktop device, we would optimize the Jebit experience for that screen. Now, what do you think it is about the fact that mobile is such a huge part, especially for e-commerce? So the reason we see a ton of success with a lot of our e-commerce partners is if you think to 
a mobile experience, a typical mobile experience for an e-commerce brand, oftentimes that is not as user-friendly, it's not as intuitive as a desktop experience. So a lot of our partners will experience lower conversion rates across mobile, which is why they think of Jebit to build interactive content to increase the likelihood of a con- driving a conversion across mobile. Because we're distracted, like you said. Exactly, we're too busy doing exactly. and, I mean, 12 things. And what we can do through Jebit and what we are building out with a lot of our e-commerce partners are really intuitive, fresh experiences that drive that intent to purchase. So. For an example, we had run an experience with one of Orion's partners that's in the footwear apparel space, and we had simply created a piece of interactive content about six screens or so that was very educational in nature. So kind of quizzing someone on the brand, what they knew about it, what they knew about its past, what they knew about the meaning of the brand name. And just by creating that piece of educational experience, we were able to increase the conversion rate 53%. So by just running a standard A-B test, driving into Jebit with an educational goal versus driving directly to the mobile e-commerce page, by engaging someone, educating them on the brand, and driving that intent to purchase, we saw quite the lift in conversions. Yeah, and one of the best things that uh, we also found with, uh, you know, utilizing Jebit with that brand too was that they had 100% ROAS, um, you know, and a over half, uh, you know, increase in conversions, 53%, that's huge. So, and any brand, you know, wants to increase their conversions. So, what I think is really interesting as well is that once you've engaged the customers and they've sort of gone through the flow of the Jebit experience, you know, the information you collected about, you know, how much they knew and that sort of thing, uh, do you share that with the brands? And if so, um, you know, do you have any examples of how they've used that? Yeah, absolutely. That's pretty much best practice when building out Jebit pieces of content is prior to driving any traffic into the experience, thinking about what are those key customer attributes that you would want to learn about a consumer and how can the brand leverage those attributes down the line for personalized remarketing or on-site personalization, you know, personalized subject lines in their emails, whatever that personalization tactic might be, thinking about what are those attributes we can collect that can begin to be leveraged down the line. So actually a great example of that is another Orion partner, LaserWay, which very similarly to the footwear apparel partner had built out an educational experience that engaged someone, taught them a little bit about the brand, but also asked them whether they had experienced any uh, laser hair removal treatments in the past, what their knowledge of those treatments were, so that they actually were equipped with all of this data on the individual consumer level to begin setting up retargeting audience, specifically through Facebook, where they set up Facebook custom audiences where they could actually tailor the ad copy, the imagery to those different consumers, what their different interests were, what their uh, knowledge level was of those different treatments to, again, nurture that user closer to conversion with their preferences in mind. That's what I think is one of the coolest things about Jebit is the fact, too, that, you know, not only are you getting the customer invested and it's a it's an experience that they are enjoying, but it, and they, I believe, I know with the footwear apparel company, they came out of it with a, um, with a coupon code at the end. So not only is the customer seeing a benefit, but there's so many ways, you know, that you can utilize that information, that those, all those data points, you know, I mean, now everything is run off of data and what data do you have about different things but the biggest thing right now in 
digital media period is, you know, getting to somebody when they want, how they want, that kind of thing. Um, personalization is, I always, you know, I feel like each sort of niche area has its own word. And I know almost on every podcast we do, the word iterate comes up when we talk to ad ops. And so I think personalization is on sort of the other side of things. It's the, you know, if we were like one of those words that if you were doing a shot for each one, by the end of it, you'd be, you'd be pretty drunk. So, um, <laughs> Not that we would do that because we're recording us at ten fifty five in the morning. Yeah, we're gonna be totally wasted by the end of this podcast. So um, if it was Friday, maybe, or uh, we just had the fourth. So um, if it was if it was the fourth, maybe, but we'll we'll be good this morning. Yeah, and you you brought up an interesting point about iterate, and actually, in working with Orion, obviously, you guys are star optimizers. We work with your whole team of optimization specialists. And really, whenever we're building out a piece of Jebit content, it is never set it and forget it. This is something that is often a part of a lot of our partners always on prospecting, retargeting strategies. So we often work with your team of optimizers to consistently think about the media that's driving into Jebit. So what are the link posts across Facebook? How are those catered to custom audiences versus prospecting? What's the call to action, the imagery we're featuring, and how can we optimize that so that it's a really seamless user experience once they click through that ad, they arrive on Jebit, they're engaged, and then after that experience, we of course direct them back to the e-commerce site where we're hoping to drive that conversion. So that constant iteration optimization process is something we've loved working with the Orion team on and putting our heads together often come up with tons of good ideas about how we can keep iterating on these pieces of content so that we see the highest return on ad spend. Yeah, one of the nice things about working with Jebit too is the fact that our teams actually all get along. I know when Jebit came, um, a number of your team members came, was it two weeks ago? And, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, everybody actually does like each other. It's not you know, put on uh, for the podcast or anything, we all actually do get along. And I think it helps that both teams are, um, you know, startup teams. So you kind of become more of a family and we're all in Boston. So Absolutely. a great, love. <laughs> yeah, a great city. As I mentioned before, you know, personalization and personalizing is kind of the, the buzzword. Uh, what do you think it is about personalization that makes it so engaging and, and such a, a big part of advertising, especially nowadays? I think it really all has to do with consumer expectations, especially as the majority of consumers are across their mobile device. They expect really quick, digestible pieces of content that are tailored to them, that have their exact intent in mind when they go through those experiences. So I think yeah, Pavan called them snackable, snackable last time. Yeah, snackable pieces of content. content. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just very easily digestible. Uh, it's always quite surprising when we run into long pieces of blog content, for example, and there might be a call to action somewhere lost in that, but it could be a subscription sign up, it could be a lead capture form. Um, and what we really aim to do is we look to drill that down into more snackable pieces of content where a consumer isn't going to be distracted, it's personalized to them, and it drives that intent once they leave the Jebit experience on site where we know if they're looking to purchase menswear, womenswear, for example, we can drive them directly to those category pages where it's a really seamless user experience. Yeah, I guess that makes sense because I'm not going to, you know, I couldn't tell you the last time I went to the men's section of, of, <laughs> of, of, of a website of clothing, right. you know, so yeah. You fat finger the men's. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. wait, that's not what I wanted. No. Or like the baby section. Exactly. 
Or I'll search pineapples. I love pineapples. And like half the time, I'll then I'll have to filter out because I'm like, no, I don't need the kids. Where I'll be like, that's really cute. And then it's like for a 12 year old. I'm like, maybe not. I'm a little bit past wearing stuff for 12 year olds. One of the things you mentioned, too, was uh, keeping people's interest. And that was something we talked about on our last podcast, too, that. Uh, With videos, what's surprising is sometimes you will keep people's interest, depending on what it is, for, like, up to three minutes. And I remember Pavan and I both being like, oh, my God, three minutes? You know, and it's sad that three minutes is such a long amount of time. But um, I believe you said that it's about 30 to 90 seconds. Yeah. We typically engage a user anywhere from 30 seconds up to two minutes. And a lot of times that will depend on the type of content we have them going through. So if it's a lookbook, it might be, um, you know, an eight to 10 screen lookbook. Our partner Talbots utilizes something like that each month to uh, announce the new looks in that month's seasonal release. Um, But a lot of our other partners, we typically recommend anywhere from four to six screens of content to keep that consumer engaged. And like we've all said, attention spans are dwindling. (laughs) So how can we keep that consumer hooked for, you know, the 30 to 90 seconds? And what has been the most successful method you've seen for optimizing um, the traffic sort of across the channels? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Actually, within the Jebit dashboard that all of our partners would have full access to, we have the ability to actually dig into distribution channel of the Jebit content. So, for example, Orion optimizers can see where their Instagram spend, where their Facebook spend, whether it's prospecting or retargeting is being distributed, they can see all of the traffic that are coming through each of those individual channels. And it gives them the unique opportunity to see what's actually happening after the click. So in addition to any sort of on-site conversion, what's actually happening within Jebit, how engaged is that audience? So it's definitely best practice and something the Orion team specializes in is looking at that dashboard, understanding where the traffic is most engaged, where they're seeing the highest lead capture rates across those different distribution channels, and optimizing the media spend to drive more of that. That's one of the things I also think is really cool, like you said about Jebit, that it's not set it and forget it. It's, yeah, if you see that 95% of your people are coming through Facebook, you know, you can go in there and and focus the spend and focus, you know, the needs towards the Facebook um, towards the Facebook, um, <laughs> towards the Facebook. the Facebook. It used to be the Facebook it did, it did. back when I was first on it. Um, for all you kids out there, it was the Facebook when it first came out. Uh, yeah, last week too, we were explaining Flickr and Friendster <laughs> and MySpace and stuff. So a few years, uh, it can make the difference between a, uh, for a social media reference, uh, <laughs> explaining Flickr was funny. Um, but yeah, it, it's, what, that was one of the things I really uh, thought was uh, cool about Jebit was that you can go in and it's not set it and forget it. It's not, you know, just leave it to let it run. You can adjust or move things. Or if you see, you know, a certain pathway is, is doing really well, you know, putting money towards that. So I thought that was really, really awesome. Yeah. Um, and that's something that we will often set up that strategy with the Orion team where we'll know we'll be collecting hundreds of thousands of leads. So what is that next communication point, whether it's going to be through email directly from the brand, whether it's going to be through a custom audience, through Facebook, what's that next point of communication going to be so that we can set up a prospecting campaign, for example, to be consistently pulling in new leads with a few points of declared data, and then have that following touch point set up to be immediately retargeting those users through Facebook ads or through email, for example. 
So before we close out, are there any tests that you always recommend brands try, you know, when you're trying to get people to work with the interactive content? Yeah, absolutely. One really simple test is an A-B test, 50-50 split of traffic, where we are driving 50% of traffic directly to that e-commerce brand's website, uh, typically their mobile website, since that's where the majority of traffic is. And then we drive the other 50% of users into a Jebit experience. And often that is counterintuitive. You don't often want to add steps to that funnel when you're trying to increase your conversions. But what we find is if that piece of interactive content is built out with that brand's objectives in mind, like education, personalization, and of course driving that intent to purchase, we see an increase in conversion rate and a lift in conversion rate. And of course we have those declared data points in that user as well that are absolutely essential for any sort of personalized remarketing. That's one of the things that I found literally out of all of this, the most interesting is that you never feel like, you know, people are at like when you add stuff that people are going to want to do that. And, you know, the fact that you guys see such amazing conversion rates and such amazing completion rates and you're adding these steps is something I have definitely found super interesting because that just sort of goes against you know the everything you learn right exactly so you're like wait a second i'm adding more steps and seeing better conversion rates but when it's the right method and the right way to get people engaged it's it's uh definitely working so and before we go do you have three or four takeaways people can use sort of like snackable uh (laughs) insights yeah to you know engage their customers and get them Definitely, yeah. So one thing we've worked with your team across on is creating that really personalized path. So thinking about how consumer expectations are changing across their mobile device and giving them less hoops to jump through. Let's make it as easy as possible to convert, especially on mobile where attention is especially hard to capture. Um, Another piece of advice and something we often work with our partners on is drilling down large pieces of content, making it, like you said, very easily digestible pieces of micro content that not only engage your audience, but nurture them closer to that conversion if that is the goal. And then the last bit recommendation I'd have is have fun with it. A lot of the pieces of content we build out are really interactive in nature. They are often based around quiz or a discovery element of which look is best for you, where should you travel in the new year, fun things that consumers are interested in. And if you can be really strategic about tying in that call to action and driving that intent to book a flight or purchase a pair of pants, then you'll likely see that conversion tail off the back end. Yeah, I think that maybe that's sort of what takes it from being like extra steps. Like, oh, I don't want to do these extra steps that, yeah, it is. Where do you want to travel in the new year? I know that was one of the questions uh, for the one of the travel brands that you guys had was where do you want to travel in the new year? And I actually had to think about it. I'm like, I don't know, everywhere. So to recap those real quickly, uh, Jackie said, personalize the path, less hoops to jump through. And that's something, you know, that goes along with what we say almost every podcast, know your audience. Um, that's going to be the key to success. Uh, drill down the content um, so that you can nurture people through the funnel in the best manner. And then have fun. Um, I think really the best uh, brands that really get their customers are when they're relating to them and having fun. You know, 
nobody wants to, there's enough serious stuff going on in the world that you, know, you don't necessarily want to be serious when you're shopping for, you know, shoes or socks or laser hair removal, yeah. Yeah, especially with it being summer. You know, so thank you so much, Jackie, for taking thank time you. out of your day. No, absolutely. Um, and if you guys are interested in finding out more about Jebit, you can go to jebit.com it's j-e-b-b-i-t.com did i get that right awesome just making sure that it's not some crazy uh url and i am sending you guys to you know something horrible um that's it you got it awesome and like we always say you know we work here to help you guys find uh, the best ways to increase your roas and so if you're a brand that's looking to get interactive uh, with your content you can also reach out to jebit and learn more so, and do you have you have a sign off real quick? Any kind of cool catchphrase you use or? Well, I know one back in the day with a lot of the Jebit guys was if you can click it, you can Jebit. And <laughs> you're gonna get a lot of laughs and a lot of ridicule from the Jebit team for that one, but it's coming back. That's it's all coming back. That's awesome. I like it. If you can click it, you can Jebit. All right. On that note, we are out. Thank you guys. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. We hope you're able to take these tips and turn them into convergence for your own direct advertising on Facebook and Instagram. As a reminder, we're now available on iTunes. Be sure to subscribe and we'd love it if you'd leave us a review as well. See you in two weeks.